Come on, let's okay, kill it, guys. Wait, we're cultivating energy right now. Just, we gotta fake it till we make it. I'm gonna do it. Come on, let's kill it. Welcome back to the No Apologies Podcast. Woo! <laughs> Rock and roll, let's go. It's me. It's your boy. It's <laughs> your group. It's your... Oh, it's posse. Tom. It's, it's Andrea. Posse. That's Andrea. I'm Rory. And I'm Garrett. So, <laughs> okay. we, are, we are the No Apologies Podcast. Again, We're very back. tired today. Yeah, we're, we're low on energy. Um, I'm just going for it. Yeah, like so it. let's go for it. So today we're going to be doing our usual format, film and album. The film we're discussing um, is a horror thriller. It's and then actually, we're talking about Highway 61 Revisited by Bob Dylan. Yeah. Let's start film. out with the album this time, because we always start I'm with down. the movies. Yeah. Okay. Switch so switching it up. Yes, okay. Switching positions, awesome. if yeah. you will. Yeah. <laughs> like Ari. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, neither like, do I, I. I know. Mm. Neither do yeah. I. My ex loved her, and I have. I don't hate on her, but yeah, that's just PTSD. People is a <laughs> real thing, and um, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Start from the Did, beginning. Don't you like a Rolling Stone. Like a Rolling Stone. Yes. Notorious. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. She was so talented. I don't know what happened. Let's go. Right. Never mind. Enough like a Rolling Stone. Classic, iconic Bob Dylan. Um, I love this song. For all the ways that it pokes irony at someone and says you used to live so high and mighty and you thought you were so much better and now you're not anymore. And like the lyrics about like Napoleon and Rags being exiled and talking to him, I thought that was super clever. But yeah. I thought this was just prime folk, you know? It is. It's such a good album. If we were, if, if we had used this, because we, we did this as like a driving playlist. That's what we were going to do. I mean, you picked this anyway. Yeah. But... It would be such a good road trip album. Well, no, so I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I went home. I listened obviously. to it at 8 a.m. and then I fell asleep listening to it. Well, no, I listened. But I, I felt went, really sunshiny. I went home. I went home on Saturday. Wait, no, today's Saturday. I went home on Friday, and um, I drove home this morning, and I actually listened to it while I was on the interstate, mm-hmm. going like 85 miles How was an that? hour. Oh, very surreal. I mean, it's all Highway 61. Say. Revisited. Yeah, and so when I was driving and I was listening to it, like at first, I mean, to be quite honest, like this is very different from what I've ever listened to. So it was, it was a bit much at first, and I was like, this is not my vibe at all. Very like what you were saying. Like I get into moods where I want to listen to Lana Gaga, Ice Nine Kills, my usual, you know, go to playlist. But then I put this on, and I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? And then I like realized very quickly i'm like this is about like a road like this whole album is like basically talking about traveling it's like yeah it's very it's like a journey and i was like you know what the windows are down it's fall it's like 70 degrees it was so so surreal so immersive it was perfect so but no i liked the opening track it's just the reason why it's not my cup of tea is because I have a thing against harmonicas. Really? I don't oh, wow. like harmonicas. I love well, harmonicas. as I always say, it's okay to be wrong. So yeah, <laughs> I am wrong in many, <laughs> many ways. No, uh, I get that. I think this album, personally, like I love lyrics and he's Bob Dylan. He's like a poet. He's he's got what? Yes. What are those things called? Where um, uh, the awards of uh, 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 um Pulitzers. Is it that one? Or Grammys? No. Um, <laughs> the real ones that were like for writing. Is it a Oh, Pulitzer? Pulitzer, yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar just won one for oh. his album Damn. I haven't listened to it. Oh, wow. Well, I, I, was just, I was just about to say that. Um, when I listen to folk, especially like 
really good folk like Bob Dylan. And this is kind of like folk rock. This is actually his first album ever. I was like, ever. this one's like way more upbeat than a lot of his stuff. It's like... Yeah. It's also his first one with electric guitar. Mm. Like before this, all of his stuff was just pure acoustic stuff. Don't think twice, it's all right. But, mm. but um, I was going to say like rap and folk lyrically are very similar to me. Like especially when it's good rap. Um, and they're just like putting up stories and whatnot and you can definitely see that because he just rhymes and he's there's just so many like references to everything like i said the napoleon and rags thing or just like um on like a rolling stone he mentioned uh god i can't remember um i'm gonna look it up take your time bestie i will um yeah, I thought it was a good album. Like, I didn't really take any specific notes this time. I apologize. Yeah. Well, it was a lot thing, for me to I do. Mean, in my defense, I was, like, going 85 miles an hour down the interstate. That's well, very true, Bessie. Well, I'm this so glad you didn't take notes. Well, if you... If you uh, like, Let me break out my notebook real quick. <laughs> I'm going to take out my phone, break out the notes section, <laughs> while I'm going 90 miles an hour past Nate. You just Wheeler. dictated the entire yeah. time. You're like, okay, song one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was doing that. I was going through my head like, oh, I'm breaking it down saying I like yeah. the guitar. And I mean, know. I listen to Bob Dylan when yeah. I get in Bob Dylan moods. I got his greatest hits album. Yeah. yeah. But, well, you know. You can't really, in my opinion, like folk and like really good rap or stuff with deep lyrics, you can't, you can't just put it on the car. Like for me, I read the lyrics as I listen. Because I, mean, I feel like, because it's poetry. Yeah. But no, like most of the time. The thing is, though, this is like, yeah, it can be like deep or whatever. But, but I mean, this if you listen to this, he's just listen. going off for like. There's an 11 minute song, and he only stopped the singing for. The last song for was nine minutes, and I was like, okay, I can't anymore. It's 11, and it's like. Oh really? Oh, I thought he, it was. He oh, maybe because I have three minutes. minutes left. Yeah, and I don't know. You have to sit down and listen to this song. Like on Tombstone Blues, the second song, it's a huge anti-war song, like the reincarnation of Paul Revere. You know what source. I like? Talking World War Three Blues. I like that one. That's not this album. Let him mind. Let's continue. No, That's I'm my like, bad. no, I'm glad, I'm glad we moved on. To I that. feel chaotic today. Okay, uh, <laughs> I love that. The reincarnation of Paul Revere's horse lyric, oh, yeah. and he was like saying the city, or the city council is trying to endorse, and that's like he's writing this about Vietnam, like they're trying to get more like nationalism in the sense of people, and then he goes on to say Pied Pipers go to jail, John Baptist uh, tortures and that a thief and looks up at the commander in chief like he it's just going on and on about all this stuff i think like well, that's anti-war well you mentioned that like you know with deep albums and deep songs those aren't really things that you can like put on in a car when you're driving like i kind of i don't disagree with that because here's the thing what if i, I, I feel i mean you can no 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 no. i no. that's what i was about to say it truly does depend on the circumstance but with me for example I, most of the time, that's all I listen to, is deep music that, like, has very impactful lyrics. Well, what I'm saying is this album, he's going to be spitting lyrics at you for pretty much Spend every more, second right? of the song. Yeah, yeah. And if you think you can just sit in a car and get that on the first through, I mean, you're yeah. not. That's my thing. No. Like, And he <laughs> is very, like, run-on sentence Yeah, you know? and it's just, like, and going from one, like, like, bar and. to another. Yeah. yeah. If there's no uh, punctuation. It's just if you look at the lyric bars and stanza format, it's like one big thick page of ink. Tell like, your ma, tell your pa. Well, no. So here's. Girl. I'm glad you said that lyric because the reason why I it was very. Say, that's my fault. That's not okay. Well, whatever. Um, it can be if you want it to be. Well, no. I'm the reason. Uh, Keep going. 
Yeah, the reason, the reason I'm glad you said that, let's just word it that way, mm -hmm. is because yes. one of the reasons why it was like, I'm not going to say painful for me to listen to at some points, but it was just triggering was because like, it sounds to me like when you add like the harmonica and like his like, the harmonica's like, like part when of you, it. when you combine the harmonica with like his voice and like the style and everything, it reminds me of like something that like my grandfather who was in like the Great Depression would sit on the back deck and smoke a cigarette while they listening hated to. this music. I promise you, they hated this music. It was anti-war, like I just said. Like, Bob Dylan was so anti-culture at the yeah, time. Yeah, Like, he's the original punk before punk was ever a thing. Yeah. That's how folk music was viewed back then. Well, I think it's ironic that you mentioned that. Yeah, because... my grandparents never listened to Bob Dylan. Well, yeah. no, my my mom has because I, I ran it. They listen to Johnny Cash though. I ran it by <laughs> I ran it by my but family. But I don't think they realize how like. How deep it Liberal, was. probably the Johnny Cash. Um, yeah. Um, no, but like I ran it by my parents and everything, or my parent rather, my mom, and um, she was familiar with them, and like uh, she was born in '65, so I mean, like she really didn't have time to yeah. really yeah. get the music in the moment when it came out first. But like, no, I think I think it's a good album in terms of like what you're referring to, Rory. Like it's just so deep. Like and at first when I was listening to it, I was like, this is a song and an entire album that I'm going to have to dissect and like go back and reread the lyrics. If to. I was in the mood to listen to it, it would be a lot. It would feel different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I heard I've heard these songs, but it's not like yeah. Like I haven't listened to it. I mean, yet. I referenced uh, D Mill in there. Uh, and Samson and Delilah in Tombstone Blues. It was, uh, it's pretty much talking about one guy, Brother Bill, who's a promoter for the war, and he was like, D. Mills is gonna make a movie out of him, like Samson and Delilah. And, uh, I just thought that was funny because we watched Sunset Boulevard. And yeah, I had no. DeMille. I was about to oh, say, did you make no. that reference? Yeah. See, that's the thing though, and you make a point, is that. You can't really just, if we're going to talk about something like this, it's hard to just listen to it all like once through yeah. if you don't really pay attention to it. And I think because that's Because there's what, all these like themes and stuff. Well, like I that. think that's what everyday listeners and viewers, if the album or albums rather, you know, taking into consideration all other artists that are alternative that have the same kind of lyrics as these, I think that's what everyday listeners and viewers don't understand is you can just listen to it one time through and say, I don't like it. It's not my style. Like, this personally is not my style, but it's kind of alternative in a way, I think. And so, because it's. Yeah, that way, it was. I mean, it challenged folk. Before yeah. this, folk music didn't really have guitars in it. And yeah. a lot of people who were supporters of Bob Dylan when this came out were like, yo, this is trash. Yeah. And because of that. And. But he found this new, like, audience, as I was saying. Like, the people who really liked him for his lyrics stayed with him, and the people who liked him for folk didn't. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people in, like, Britain and stuff said this is, like, this is an album that you sit down and listen to. Like, you know. And it's just, like, I mean, that's how I feel, like, like, like I said, my best comparison for this is just modern-day rap. Like, Kendrick Lamar or just artists like him are just giving up these huge, elaborate stories that are anti-war, that are, like, anti-drug, that are about, like, living in bad neighborhoods and what it's like and Bob Dylan is doing all of this in the 60s and folk. Yeah. And people probably listen to it and like it soaked in because he was this white guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. And like I mean from a Buick 6 is a I think it's like I think it's about a couple things. Like I think it's kind of about drugs. I mean he talks about how like 
a pipeline gets broken, he's cracked up on the highway, and uh, someone comes to sew him up with a thread. And then he's also, like, mentioning how um, he needs a steam shovel to keep all the dead away, which I think is another reference to the Vietnam War and, like, how he needs to, a dump truck to unload his head because there's just, like, so much stuff going on in the world right now. Well, I really like um, Ballad of a Thin Man simply yeah. because... Um, to me, and again, I was I listening to this. about it, but I love that song well, too. Well, no, I mean, I was listening oh, to Oh, I it. like, I took notice of Queen Jane. Well, we'll come back to it, but I took notice of Queen Jane. Well, um, <laughs> no, I want to talk about Ballad of a Thin Man for a second. Yeah. Um, again, I was listening to this as I was on the interstate, like, and I couldn't really pay attention, and I'm going to have to go back and re-listen, but this one was probably the one that stood out to me the most, obviously because it's in the dead slap middle of the album, but also... It gives me like a circus vibe, kind of. I don't know mm. why. Is I this guess... the one with the like uh, the slide whistle in it? No, that, that's I, Highway 61. Yeah. Oh. But I also I'm glad you mentioned Queen okay. Jane approximately because that's also one of my favorites. I did. Yeah, like that Queen one. Jane is one of my favorites too. Queen yeah. Jane is actually probably my favorite. I love Queen Jane. Like that's the one I like noticed. Like I, one, I, I love the line. Um, but you want to know no, something. I'm pull it up. Go but on. you want to. But you want to know something that's very I find unique and interesting about listening to this album, like while you're traveling or while you're on the interstate. Um, so the reason I mentioned why I remember Queen Jane approximately, the song was like so good when I was listening to it that I can recollect in my mind right now exactly where I was on mm-hmm. the interstate yeah. because yeah. the lyrics were so good. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I get there that was too. one song that said you've been up all night or something, and I had just gotten out of bed, and I was like. <laughs> How'd you know? Yeah. How did I, you know Bestie? I love, uh, oh, is it this one, the train one? Hold on. It may be. I like Queen Jane approximately because, like, I love the line uh, that you're tired of yourself and all of your creations. Mm. I think mm-hmm. that's a really good I one. And, like, um, uh, now when all of the flower ladies want back what they've lent you and the smell of their roses does not remain and all of your children start to resent you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's good. Or, or, like, just good poetry, and I think he's just talking about being sick of repetition in life, and, like, that's the central theme of that song, but I would also say Highway 61 is another, like, favorite of mine. I love how satirical it is, and, like, he grew up in Minnesota, and in case you don't know, Highway 61 goes from New Orleans to Minnesota, so that's, that's why he wrote this song. Also, he... There's another song called Highway 51, and he kind of wrote, wrote it to imitate that. But, like, I love how, like, satirical Highway 61 is. Like, when he's like, uh, God said to Abraham, you got to kill me, son. And yeah. Abe was like, what? <laughs> You're joking. And God was like, no, I'm not. And Abe was like, well, where do you want it? And then Bob was like, Highway 61, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and, like, the entire album is just, like, taking you know, stories he's creating or, like, famous stories, and it's, like, it's going to happen on Highway 61, and I think that's really cool. And, uh, yeah, just like Tom, Tom, or just like Tom Thumbs Blues is another favorite. It feels very, like, westerny, mm-hmm. or, like, I wouldn't even say western. I would say a, a folk song from California is what it feels like. But it's, like, um... I love how he's like, when gravity fails you and then negativity does too. I think that's a super good, like, lyric because it's like, you know, even when you're really, really sad and you focus on all the negative stuff and it makes you so angry that you feel like you have to do something to get better, but then it just doesn't. It doesn't make you angry. It just makes you even more sad, so negativity is filling you. Mm -hmm. And then I think, like, 
uh, fortune or fame, but neither of them are what they claim. Or no, not fortune, not fortune or fame, but I think it's like being broke or famous. But I like that. I think it's really good, really good uh, lyricism. Yeah. No, Welcome definitely. to the Rory podcast. Yeah, I know. Right. We just don't have a <laughs> lot so to sorry. say. I mean, so like, it was so different, and I wasn't expecting it to be this way, but I did not not like it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's a very good album. It's just, for me personally, I've never listened to something like this, and it was a lot to take in, especially driving down the interstate. But that is what made it so complete for me, is it, it fits the setting so perfectly. Like, it is a great album to listen to on the road, I think. Even though you're gonna have to go back and listen to it again because you don't get the lyrics when you're writing on. I mean, I think you can listen to it on drive. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I just don't think you're gonna be able to talk about it or like gain everything you need to. No, definitely not. Personally, like, I pay attention to the road when I drive. I say (laughs) so. I hope so. Yeah, I just say the same thing about Lana's music. Honestly, like Lana's music is so like in depth and it alludes to so many more things that a lo- oftentimes a lot of people yeah but it's just not spitting at you like this yeah like this is like it's literally like every second there's a new bar yeah. and there's a new story that he's telling Bars. or a new reference like and i i get that other people are deep with less lyrics and yeah. that's fine i love lyrics like that too it's just that this is completely different this is like reading you know an epic yeah, it's like that's I'm reading the Odyssey, comparison. you know. Yeah. But, but anyways, do you have any more thoughts, comments on it? Any songs in particular before we move on? To the well, I think we got, there was only nine songs. Yeah, it was a short album. I was yeah. expecting it to be super long. It was long. still 52 minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was 52 minutes. Desolation Road was also a mammoth of a folk song. I loved how the entire... I didn't grasp anything about that one, honestly. Oh, I love... What song did you say? <laughs> Desolation Row. I I, my fa- I'll oh. talk about my favorite lyric. Okay, Einstein and Robin Hood, and he was with a fat, jealous um, priest. And then it was like... I do like the Smith's glue, and then he rearranges the alphabet. And by rearranging the alphabet, Bob Dylan's talking about how Einstein is um, like rearranging E, M- e equals MC squared. Which I thought was really clever and funny, and uh, the whole uh, Desolation Road is just about, in my opinion, how like famous people or people who do really well for themselves end up on Desolation Road at the end of their lives. Yeah, and even Bob Dylan compares himself to ending up there. Yeah, right? because at one point uh, he mentions like a fortune teller, and he starts talking about like a fortune teller thing. That's yeah. the one part that I remember that stuck out again because. Like, there were certain parts as I was driving, of course, like, I'm just paying attention to the road, but from my hometown to Troy, it's mostly interstate and back roads. Um, so, I can remember exactly, like, what was around me when that song was playing, because mm-hmm. that portion of the song where it mentioned the line about, you know, Fortune Teller, I was like, again with the Circus Vibe. Like, Circus Vibe was given to me with um, Ballad of a Thin Man, and then, like, again with this one, because it mentions, like, a Fortune Teller. Honestly, so. if you want to mention Circus, I wish we could have yeah. listened to... What his live Circus album? By Britney Spears. Give me a minute. <laughs> Is it that one? Yeah. His live album. Probably. What's it called? The Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, and it. That's a fucking good one. Yeah, Rolling Thunder is really good. I also like um. What's Blood on the Road? I think that's. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find another one. People that don't I... hate me if I got that album wrong, please. Oh, Desire. I wish we had listened to Desire. Because oh. Hurricane and ISIS. Oh yeah, yeah. Hurricane so is so good. good. Well, Hurricane's based on a true story too. Which is, I think, really interesting. Blood on the Tracks, yeah. Blood on the Tracks is a really good album. But yeah. 
Bob Dylan. But that's the when I when we first mentioned this, that's the um documentary I said I watched. The Blood on the Track? No, Rolling oh. Thunder. Oh Rolling Oh yes. Yeah, I've heard I of that. that. I've, I've watched seen that it too. before. That I haven't really seen good. it, but I, I I recollect seeing it on my recommendations. Yeah, so overall ten I mean I recommend Bob Dylan ten out of ten. If you're in yeah. a Bob Dylan mood. Uh yeah, he's a great lyricist. You know, yeah, you a definitely great poet, poet. Yeah, you yeah, definitely have to be. You definitely have to be in the mood. Like, I mean, for me, like, I like deep music, so I mean, like, it's nothing for me to put something on like this. It's also not a lot of noise, yeah. but it's like moving a bunch of moving parts. There are so many moving parts, and so it it gets a lot if like you're. And it sounds so to normal it. to us now, but when it came out, like that was not how his music sounded. Yeah, like. There's so many, like, guitar parts and, like, pianos. Like, his music didn't have any of that before. Yeah. It didn't have the... Oh, well, it had the harmonica, but it didn't have, like... That, How did you not bass. like the harmonica, though? I know. That's my no, favorite part. No, no, no. So, I'll explain. Um, it's not necessarily the harmonica instrument that, like, drives me nuts. It's, like... So, where I'm from, it's, like, the old, old generation, old South Confederacy men they were obsessed with anything that involved music and a harmonica. It was like Andy Griffith come to real life, like literally. And it was Did just Andy Griffith harmonica? No, it's just that old South it's it's just that he old whistled, Southern but... No, it's that old Southern vibe that like when I hear a harmonica Should we whistle the theme song? No. Please. <laughs> for the love of God, no. I just got back home and I had to listen to it all the damn time. Why can't I whistle? Is it the mask? I think it is the mask. Probably. I was trying to whistle. There's no airflow. No, um, I got one note out, but that was it. Anyways, Amy Griffith's one. Yeah, that's a pretty fucking good show. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I guess it's not my cup of tea. But anyways, um, the movie. On to the movie that you freaking hate. I didn't like it either. Thank you. I was like, if I come in this room and I'm pitted against both of you, if one of you say there's one redeeming quality. I'll let it slide because you recommended it and you watched it multiple times. Like, what the heck? But, well. So, you sent it in, like it was an ad. You were like, <laughs> hey. Like, this is what yeah, I'm no, right I'm going to read it so well, our audience can Amazon, hear. Amazon sent that. Though. Amazon sent that? Okay. I was like, what? I was like, did he just send me an ad? I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. No, so, I, I will, I I will like start. I like some of the music. Let me start because obviously, <laughs> y'all have a problem. <laughs> I'll start. I okay, yeah, don't we have, have a, a problem. problem. Sure. I just it so, was not okay. It was confusing. Pause. It was pause. too dark. Like, like pause. Okay, so the film is called The Neon Demon, right? Well, it, I even call it, a film. it talks. It talks about how like the fashion industry and how being a model basically takes its toll on you, and how. But toxic. is that true? Yes. It, okay. It's so true. I will it ends say, up in cannibalism? Yeah. I will say, I get the themes that they were trying to go for, but they really pushed this whole, like, um, superficial vibe in, like, everything. What do you mean? Like, they tried to compare, like, obviously there's a lot of actual, like, problems in the fashion industry, things like that. But do you still think that's happening with cancel culture as much as it used to? Oh, absolutely. That's my thing. Absolutely. Victoria's like, Secret, Versace, I love those brands, but they're horrible. Like they're horrible at treating women. Like the what they make their models go through. Literally, well, I, no, the companies, yeah. 
But do you think the women still treat each other like that? Oh, after absolutely. All the, after all sure the, like... Do. I'm sure some do, but I'm sure it's not like that. Like, I can't say, but, like... I mean, you have There's to... so much, like, cultural revolution that's I mean, obviously, I'm a model I can speak Yeah, about. there's cultural revolutions that's just happened so much in the past 10 years. And, like, I feel like women nowadays... Just empower themselves more than ever, and there's nothing wrong with that. Women empowerment, go for it. You need it. You deserve it. But freaking, I just don't think it happens to the extent that this movie portrays it. Well, no. Let me let me mention this. So I get, yeah, I I get overblown. No, I get what y'all are saying, but like, I don't like this film for the themes. The theme is not why I love it so much. That's not so. That's the only thing it's got going for it. So no, the reason why the reason why I I comment on the acting, but none was done during the entire film. No, the reason why the reason why I (laughs) think Keanu Reeves did it. Okay, here's my thing. I was like, this is. I'm sorry, we're interrupting you. No, it's fine. The fact is, when Keanu Reeves came up, I was like, okay. You know, I'm not. He's a shitty guy, but I was like, okay, it's Keanu Reeves, a familiar face. Well, this is fine. And then he said real Lolita shit, um, and I was like, never mind. I was like, he did this for a paycheck. And then, <laughs> you know the guy that was with him when they came out of the office, and he had the bag. That was Skinny Pete for real. Oh my god, thank yes. you. I knew it was Skinny Pete. <laughs> I was, I like yelled. I was like, Skinny Pete. Who are you talking about? You've never seen Breaking Bad. Best okay, I know that Breaking Bad is like, oh my god, you've never seen it, but seriously, yeah, no, oh my god, so better call Saul, yes, I love that. That's the reason, the reason why, I'm sorry, the reason why, like, no, you're fine, I I love the energy, but like, the reason why I just I really like this film is just simply because, so fun film trivia for y'all, um, so. There are many, 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 like, great films out there, particularly in the horror genre, that are Italian. And there are a lot of great Italian horror film directors. Is this Italian? Like, He's Danish. Like, no, 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 That's not where I'm going. Listen, listen. There's so many good Italian, like, directors out there in their films. So if you watch an Italian horror film, the one thing that you will notice is, like, how they tell the story with color. And how they, like, you know, form Okay, one thing I'll say on that. You told me... So he texted me last night, and he was like, you're going to like this, because a graphic design major, there's so many colors, you're going to love this. There were, like, three colors, and it was very it obvious was what they meant. Pitch, dark, it super was blue, bright, blue, and, and then, then bright. red. And then, yeah, and red. And, like, what about it? <laughs> I love yeah, it. it. Yes, but it's, like, basic, and I, it's so obvious what they were doing with that. I know. Like, like red, like, came up when it was, like, there anger or jealousy. There were times in the film like, where power. it was so dark. I was like, what is going on? Well, also, like, another reason why I really, really like films like this is because, like, I mean, they really went next level. Because there is a scene where it's, like... What was nec- the level? Negative 100? No, it's, like, necrophilia. Ooh. You're watching yeah. someone... Quite literally, you're watching a woman masturbate herself. I couldn't do that. I was was on the phone with my friend and I was like yelling, I can't do this. I I didn't know what the plot was. Thank you. Wait, no, no, let me me talk about this for a minute. Movie is canceled. Each scene could be broken up into mini films and make more sense. Let me me talk about this. There is no. Because I'm angry that you wasted my time. There is like no indication that they were gonna eat her. And kill her. Listen. Maybe. Eat her. That was I was like, what? The, and the only indication that it would have happened is when that lady she, smashed the window and she bit her. That and she, that she, I just was like, I was like, that's weird. But I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden they eat her. And the entire time, 
I'm like, well, we're going up to that point, and then, like, the main character gets all dressed up and stuff. I was like, oh, maybe she's going to, like, you know. Why did she hooked? leave that house, well, by the way? I, well, first, I thought that, too. If someone tries to she rape tried you. She tried to rape her, and then she was please. like, let me just stay here and sleep. Well, I thought, I thought she was going to change, and Ruby was going to come back, and she was like, okay, let's do it. Because that was the only direction the movie had going Literally, for it. None of and the then, characters were developed. And no, you had no background on anybody. There were so thinly written characters. Like, okay, okay. And then they eat them no at the end. Yeah. For no reason. For no reason. And the she way takes they killed her, her was blood. so anticlimactic. They were like chasing her and then they were like just pushing her. And then they pushed her and then they just, and then it fades to black. Like, did she just die of blood loss? Okay, so I guess the reason why I like it so much is because film is my shit. And, like, when I see okay. the color no. and I see, see like... I love here's, film, too. Here's my, here's my, you know, I can back this up because I watched it with one of my, one of my best friends and he loves horror, okay? He loves, he's not... It wasn't horror. He's, I know, well, that, thrillers, whatever. He's yeah. not, like, he's not, like, put off by, like, any type of gross, like, I could say that I'm biased because it was just fucked up scene after fucked up scene. I didn't yeah. even think it was a thriller. I never felt I was suspense. bored the entire time. I just felt confused. I was bored, confused, and disgusted. I was like, what's going on? Why was there a mountain lion and in her room? He, yeah, he said it was a terrible movie. I was like, see, it's not just me. Why was there a mountain lion in her room? Why was there a mountain I was like, okay, this has to be It's the middle of this L.A. Has, this has to mean something. And I know that the, I know what's her face. Ruby well, also, had a cat, big stuffed cat. In her well, there's house. Maybe that well, there's something. like well, the setting. Know. The setting that like I guess disturbed me the most, and the reason why like I just keep it on my list is because there's like the scene where um she's having the nightmare where the guy he basically, comes into with that. Is that the not Keanu? He comes down her fucking that's, throat. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Let me explain. Let me explain this. Yeah. So I've I've texted I've texted you this, but Roy, I haven't told you this. Like. I don't know if y'all know, but like a knife is a phallic symbol. Yeah, I like, so, yeah. Clearly, this means when something, you, but I don't care. When you like, when she deep throats it, it's like okay, that's clear that he's saying wider, wider, and she keeps opening her throat. It's disturbing. No, I watched it. It I was, was like it was so disturbing the but first time. But it just time. came out of nowhere because it made you like get and the then, sense. It the made fact you that get somebody this... came to her door and was trying to open it, and then went next door and fucking raped somebody. And then she didn't call the cops, and we never found she out who was. She called Ruby, and she was like, "What do I do?" I'm like, "Call." And then she and then she goes to Ruby's and almost gets raped, and it's like what? But also like, it, it just gave no clear indication of who the antagonist was. Like it said, the girls didn't like. I her. didn't trust them sure. the entire time, but sure, I was like, but they never like. It never showed them plotting the to do anything, yeah. and like. The photographer, I didn't trust him in the beginning either because he gave some creepy looks and then he turned out to be the nicest character. Right! And I was like, what? But I did also, the, also the guy that she was dating, he was photographing no, her him. in the beginning. No, um, that's the guy. He gave some creepy looks when he was taking the yeah, photograph, but then, he was the nicest one. Yeah, and then she, he, we just don't know what happened to him after that. He just left. Good also, for him. Yeah. I guess the only reason I like it at the end of the day is because of the visuals. The only thing that I will give it in the visuals and the color is that I know... When she was walking on the stage for the first time and it changed to red and she was looking at the triangle, I knew that that meant she was like not this naive person anymore. She knew what she wanted, she was going to get it. But also, one scene, like one scene that I like, like the music. But like one I scene don't that. Pay attention to the music. But one I scene. Tell you what it sounded like. But one scene I think that I really. It. One scene that really stuck out to me though that continues to stick out to me is when she's on the diving board. The dialogue that she says. She's like, my mom used to call me dangerous. Yeah. And then she. Goes on to Paris, say that, like, you do that every time. Um, right? Well, then she goes on to say, like, you know, 
women would kill to look like me and, and she's I'm like, I wouldn't though. Your phone you calling is more consistent than the movie. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I that get... That more action and I get that. I get that, like, the whole thing at the end. But, like, it's like they figured out the plot in the last 20 minutes of the movie. And it was just like, okay. And then, and then she coughs up the eyeball and then stabs herself. I couldn't watch that. And then, like, the lady, the lady just walks out there. Right? And I'm like, bro, if you see someone die, at least fake scream. You know, like, at least make a big scene out of it. Well, I liked it. I liked that scene just because we see her die in the reflection of her glasses. And she's just standing there. And then she walks out. And I think the reason why that they put that in there where she doesn't have a reaction is because, like, she was the one that wanted it most of all out of everyone in the movie. She wanted the power. She wanted the recognition. And when she saw that her co-fashion partner or whatever had died because of the ritual that they did, like, you know... She was like, oh, I'm going to eat the eyeball now. Ruby, like, after they killed her and she The blood in the vagina. Yeah, the blood, like, comes out of the vagina. Yeah, that's hard to watch. I forgot about that scene. I forgot about that scene. I would have... I don't blame you. That that scene was probably the worst. I just did not understand the movie. The entire time... It was so I was like, they were trying really hard to be an A24 film. I was like, like, they really are trying to be artsy and, like, like, different. I felt like it was like... It had Blade, Blade Runner 2049 music... With freaking A24 cinematography and a really bad A24 plot. Like, it was like the director of Midsummer if he just wrote the script in one day. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. That's fair. I mean, I guess, like, y'all are right. The script is pretty bad and the plot is pretty bad. But should like, I just... Yeah, you should throw your phone across the room, actually. Okay. I mean, the script may be bad and the plot may be bad, but at the end of... Wow, words. At the end of the day... Everything about this movie may be bad, but at the end of the day, it's a great movie. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, re- I understand what y'all are saying. It's bad from a plot and a uh, script no, perspective, right. also, but... How you recommend it? I just like the colors and the visuals I was like, and, like... I love how last week we talked about... You know, we should lose... We should watch something that's really bad that we hate. And Bestie, you pulled out all the stuff. Well, no, this... We we were talking about watching something so bad it's good. This no no because the stuff that's so bad it's good it's intentionally trying to be bad. And the thing is though, it was just okay. You know that there are really good movies that have fucked up scenes, and like it makes sense to have them. Like you can move past it because it makes sense to the plot. This was just fucked up scene after fucked up scene for no reason. No context. Didn't make any sense. I just... I would never recommend this to anybody. I was just so confused. Unless they were, like, into, like, necrophilia or something. The mountain lion just threw me off. Like, there was a mountain in there, lion in there, and I was like, this is in the middle of L.A. I really thought somebody had broken into her. I thought so, too. And, like... I just like the scene where, um, we're listening to, like, the girl get raped, and it's, like, that <laughs> shot where it's, like... Now, it's I will say, when you could see her through the wall, that was a pretty cool shot. But, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't watch this film for, like, the plot or for the fucking script. I watch it because, like, I like color and I like, you know, editorial fashion shit. The, the opening scene where she's, like, on the couch and she's, like, got all the blood dripping out of her slit throat yeah. or slit throat. Like, I love it those like, But that's just me. Um, I just, my <laughs> thing is, I can watch 
better movies with the same color. Now exactly. I will say, yeah, yeah I agree. Just wasn't interesting. I'm so I sorry. agree. The and there wasn't, are, like, there are fantastic. there are a hell of a lot more films in my like collection, my personal collection, that are better and have the same colors. But the reason why I chose this one specifically, like, doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like the plot or like the scripts or like anything like that. It's just like every single scene you're getting a different color like there's gold there's red there's pink there's blue there's green there's like so many yeah, different colors so much of it was so cold like what do you mean by cold okay every single scene was super bright and i mean like outside or inside the spaces were like and i get that the spaces were like they seemed infinite for a reason like it, that made sense it was like suffocating but like not and whatever but everything was so bright like even outside shots were so bright and there were like no like there was no traffic sounds in the back. You couldn't hear it. There was like maybe crickets during the night scene. Also, how did it turn night so fast after she went inside after the pool? Because it was daylight when she was outside at the pool, and then she went inside, and they started chasing her, and it was. Like, it was like five or six was, o'clock. No, it was like no, it was it was it was dust. When, it was raining dust. It's just L A. That's what I, I. That's what I put it to. Well, yeah, no, and like again, like. I respect y'all's opinion. I really do, because it makes sense. I haven't even thought about it like that, because, again, every time I watch it, I just watch it for the fucking color. Like, I'm just like, like okay. Everything was just so, like, sleek and shiny and, like, trying to push this pretentious feel, and I don't think it, it was super accurate. I just say. didn't like um, how dark it was at times. Like, in the whole scene when Keanu Reeves came in with the knife, I could not tell if it was him or not. Really? And Tully said... Was your computer burning so dusty? No. I watched it on my HGTV. Mm. So, and then I was like... Uh, well, as soon as he started talking, I But the scenes, like... The scene, like the... Like the masturbation scene and, like, the blood vagina scene. It's like all of that, like... When I first watched it, I was like you. I, I was like, like took my headphone out and I was like, Bestie, tell me when it's over. Because <laughs> it is intense and I love scenes like that. Yeah. I love scenes where it like it pushes the boundary. For example, in Midsommar, spoiler alert if you're listening. The but it's scene, not pushing the boundary in any way that is contextual. Or like... Um, hasn't been done. Yeah, or like anything that's like... Not like... I don't even know the right word. Like not like... It's like it's done artfully. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, that use, was just like... Awful. Yeah, like the whole the whole sequence where she's on top. As of the soon corpse. as she looked at her, I was like, she thinks that this looks like this other girl, and clearly that's what she thought. And then she locked the door. She, as soon as she walked towards the door, I was like, stop, Bestie, please don't. I know where this is going. Please, Bestie, stop. Yeah, it was intense. But... I give it a one out of ten. Yeah, that's my score. I give it a one only because I'm not of like this really one. small things that I, I'm like Keanu Reeves and Skinny P. Skinny P actually was he, my he favorite. He did the best part. acting. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny Pete, bro. He had that shit. He was ready to go. Have you not seen Breaking Bad, or have you just seen some of it? Or not I've, seen some, I've seen it some of it. It is so good. Breaking I only watch I'm it. A, I'm about to rewatch it. I'm I was supposed to say, like, I watched it through so many times, but I want to rewatch it again. I only watch it better because it's like, be better. it's like, it like makes drugs funny, which I find funny. Oh my funny. god, I love Mike. Mike, Mike is, is so best. good. But also, also Jimmy. Nacho, Jimmy's... I like Nacho, though. Nacho's oh, a good I love, character, too. Yes, Nacho's such a good character. Jim, <laughs> this is Better Call Saul podcast now. No, Jim, Jimmy is low-key one of my favorites, so. He, actually, everybody thinks he's like a, but I love seeing his story develop. Yes, and, I, and like. I'm so interested to see where Kim, we gotta talk about, yes. we'll do this another time. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we're I'm gonna so sorry, Call, you should, so, you should watch Better Call Saul before Breaking Bad, because I, Honestly, yes, but there's a lot of Easter eggs that you would find in Barakasaki. But he wouldn't catch them. Yeah, but, but if you watch... my thing is, I always wanted to hear someone's perspective if they watched Better Call Saul first. first. That makes sense. I, w- I just wondered how it would change. Did you watch the movie? The yes, El Camino. El Camino was so good. Okay, let's <laughs> not. We'll get, okay. Um, 
Okay, I will, I want to ask you guys this. So, you know, at the beginning when they were in the bathroom, they were talking about lipstick being either labeled after, like, food or sex. Oh, yeah. So, what would you guys label your lipstick? Okay. Oh my god. Rory, you go first. No. I, don't, I don't want to go Are first. you upset that we don't like the movie? No, I'm just saying. I wasn't expecting it to be so aggressive. I'm like, oh I'm god. So <laughs> I literally felt like... Like, I've yeah. heard people say they don't like certain films, but then y'all come in, I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. I'm somebody who, like, I'll give it a chance. Even if it's, like, scary and I don't like it, it's like, whatever. Yeah. But this was just, like, I just felt I so confused. bored. And it was slow. And I don't like, like movies that confuse me, but in a There was no, like... Plot. Like, climax or anything. It didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. like And it, it couldn't decide who the antagonist was. Was it Keanu Reeves? Was it the creepy photographer? No, the only reason... Was it the the women? And then at the end, you find out it was the women. Yeah, well, like, the only thing... Or the only person in there that, like, I truly love and adore in other films is Elle Fanning. I love her work. I don't even um, know what else I've seen her in. That's the name. Um, she she plays Maleficent's oh. daughter. I've never seen Maleficent. I haven't seen that either. I recognize Ruby from... Hunger Games. She She's the girl in Catching Fire with the red hair who takes off all her clothes in the elevator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's her. That's, yeah. That is her. Yeah. Um, no, but if you're, if you're asking, if you're asking, minute. if you're asking what I would name my lipstick, um, there have been companies that have already, uh, come out with the name, but it would be like a dark cardinal color and it would be red rum. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, that was well, that's not, movie. that is that, is that, oh yeah, that's true. Well, that's not food or sex. My uh, my friend said DSL. DSL, dick sucking lips. And we oh. were like, this could be a brand. We should YSL DSL. Why did I have to sit here for that? Oh my god. Huh? I don't know what I would call mine. Star Squish, bruh. There we go. It sounds like a sex position. <laughs> well, they said it was either sex it. or food. Yeah, okay, but wait, can we do both? wait, no, I changed my fucking mind. I changed my mind. I would already name, so much. I like, name I, I name my Okay. I name I would name mine blue balls. And I would make it a deep blue color. Oh my god. I would that, name mine blue no balls. No one would buy that. <laughs> I think men would buy that ironically. Maybe. I can't think of any other yeah. good name. Fair. Are we gonna do Mine could just be wet dream and it could be a uh, lip gloss. Yeah. I like that. Are we gonna do quizzes? Who guys want to do quizzes? Or you Save want, that for I kinda, another episode. I kind of want to do it for a whole episode. Yeah, okay. I mean, it needs to be for an episode. It'll be really fun. Okay. We need to decide on a topic, though, for the quizzes. We can do that. We just send in... Also, I just want to say, also, which the pa the patterns in the room were kind of a lot. There were so many patterns. Um, But whenever she was there talking about the lipstick, and she was like... She was talking about her plastic surgeon, and she was like, he calls me bionic woman. And she was like, is that a compliment? <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, so I heard your parents are dead. I was, I was like, okay, cold bitch. Mm -hmm. well, I, I also really like, and I want to mention this before we end the podcast, um, I really like the makeup. As a person who like used to do, like came into college and was like, oh, I like the freelance. makeup at the end when she was putting it on after she put on that Well, dress. like, as like someone who came into college like and was like a freelance makeup artist, like I love the pink glitter look, mm -hmm. asymmetrical look that you're talking about. I love the clown. I call it the clown makeup that they're doing for like the this big one. fashion uh, thing. Where she, makeup. Where oh yeah, she, she was like, I don't know how I feel about this year's makeup, Joker. and I was like, I kind of like that. It's well, it's Joker red makeup. eye makeup and like, or red lipstick and blue eye makeup. Very simple, but like they made it distorted like a clown or like the Joker kind of. So yeah, no, that wraps mine up. I'm just not gonna give it a rating because no, I give love it, it, give it a rating. Honest, um, no, please. 
Um, listen, you can like a movie and I'm well, no, no, time. no, no, no. Here's the thing. The I'm reason just why my honest opinion. the reason why I have a I have an issue like giving it a solid rating is just simply because until y'all mentioned how bad the plot was and how bad the script was, I didn't recognize it because I was so distracted by the colors and the textures and the makeup, Don't let us sway your the opinion. flashiness of it. Um, it's just our opinion. I know, but like now y'all have gotten me second guessing myself. Um, no, don't. Off the top if you like of my the movie, head, you like the movie. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna say an eight, an eight out of ten. Okay. I I can't think That's of. Fine. I don't want to go higher and I don't want to go lower. Vastly different. Um, just because like I don't know. I really like how colorful it is, and it's definitely one that like I don't know. If you really like color, if you like funny patterns and you can handle necrophilia scenes and scenes of blood gushing out of a vagina, then like you can watch this and with that with ease. But uh, like, if you listen to what Rory and uh, Andrea said, it's, am I, have I been saying your name wrong the entire time? Oh my God. I think you got sent me on an email to my teachers as a PSA. Like we're getting halfway through the semester and you guys are slipping. Okay. <laughs> I have this I one. I have I'm this bad one, with uh, names. I'm horrible with names. I had a coach in eighth grade who pro- pronounced my name the entire year as Roy. And the last day, I was like, it's pronounced Rory. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, you should have just read I, my I name. I was like, you should have just read my name. He looked at the he looked at the roster every day. There were clearly two, two R's. Two R's. My name. I'm also calling Roy. I'm just not going to show up to this podcast anymore. That's fine. Last episode of me here, guys. <laughs> I'm going to call you... My, I had a friend in high school who... Let's call him Garrett. Pronounced Gerard Way. Garrett. You yeah. know Gerard Way? Yeah. I had a friend who called him Jared. She didn't Jared, realize there were right? two R's. Yeah. I was like, it's not Jared. Well, <laughs> Jared, Jared and Garrett sound similar. Garrett. When you're on a band field and you hear Jared from across the field, you automatically think they're saying Garrett because it sounds so similar. But That's fair. I hear Ori and, like, and, you know, from Corey. Oreo. Or, no, like from Corey. Uh, <laughs> like, anyways. I, hear, I just hear the last part of my name and I automatically think it's me. But... Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. This was an interesting episode How? for me, at least. <laughs> I know I didn't expect their reactions to be this intense. This it's intense. just like I'm. It could, it's just I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what the podcast is for, is to yeah. be honest. No so apologies, guys. Yeah, no apologies. Exactly. <laughs> um, just like I don't apologize for liking it for the color and the patterns, like yeah. and the crazy fucked up scenes it has. But anyways, thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week. We're doing a quiz episode, so it'll be super fun. Well, maybe. maybe I don't think the quiz episode. If you is guys nice. listen and this is up, give us your ghost stories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ghost We're trying stories. to do a ghost story episode. We're gonna be dressed up. Where are we dressing up as best? I don't know. Decided? I, maybe after I'll just be a ghost. Just a blanket. Yeah, just a blanket. After watching Rocky Horror last night, I changed my mind. I don't want to do Rocky Horror again. Um, so no, I I'm think, gonna stick with David. So I need to get. We can keep recording for this because I can get the audiences. Uh, if it even is a broad audience, I can get the audiences There's like in yours. One person. Yeah, I was about to say it's probably Tiger just Professor Taylor. To it. My um, friend on the phone. I sent the video. My she was like, I need to watch it. So. Um, but anyways, no. I have. I, I'm tied between two things, and they're both very simple. Um, I want to do like a. I want to do like a. I'm tied between two things, and they're both very simple. Um, I want to do like a either a gender bender carry and do like a like a bow tie with a white shirt and a crown, but just pour blood all over myself, or do um, I can't remember his name, and I should because I've watched the film so many times. But I think his name is Stu, and he's from Scream. Uh, he's played by Matthew. What's his name? No, God, no. Um, what's his Shaggy? 
The guy who plays Shaggy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's Matthew. that scene at the end of Scream where he's like, um... Oh, is it Matthew's song? I don't know. But anyways, there's a scene where... There's a scene at the very end of Scream where he's like holding the telephone and he's talking to, uh, what's her name? And he's covered in blood and he's got on a white t-shirt. I was just gonna do that, but like, yeah. Either way, there's a lot of blood. So I'm excited. I don't know. Alright, pull your hatchets out. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> I love that audio on TikTok. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, this is a beautiful bo- podcast. I almost said podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we could get like Trixie and Katia. Uh. Was that interesting or long? I no. feel like that was just it was the, worst. It was the worst. It was the worst one. Yeah, that was the worst one.